0: who put something out that was very shocking to me. But I want to direct this, this comments, these comments to him and hopefully he'll hear what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we're going to be right back. When we come back, I am going to point it out to the brothers. Sunday Forum, stay tuned. This is WMNF Tampa.
1: Headlines from National Public Radio News coming right up.
2: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. A manhunt is underway for a gunman thought to be responsible for a mass shooting in Hampton, Georgia, yesterday. Four people were shot to death in a suburban neighborhood south of Atlanta. The White House and congressional Democrats are keeping up the pressure on Republicans to resume military confirmations in the Senate. As NPR's Windsor Johnston reports, Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville has been blocking the process for months leaving hundreds of promotions in limbo. Senator Tuberville has been holding up the process in protest of the military's policy on abortion. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has repeatedly blasted Tuberville and other Senate Republicans, calling the block on promotions reckless.
1: It's on the back of his Republican colleagues to get Senator Tuberville to back off. It's hurting our military security. It's dangerous, unprecedented, And they have the power to stop him.
2: President Biden has called Tuberville's behavior irresponsible, adding that it jeopardizes national security. The delay has left the U.S. Marine Corps without a confirmed leader for the first time in 100 years. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is in India for meetings with finance ministers from the world's largest economies. She said she'll urge them to restructure debts held by developing nations who are in economic distress and facing default. Over half of all low-income countries are near or in debt distress. This is doubled the share of countries that were in this situation in 2015. Yellen said that everyone benefits when these countries develop and contribute to the global economy. She also said that the single best thing to do for the global economy is to end the war in Ukraine. Britain's long-serving defense minister has announced his intention to leave parliament to the next election. Ben Wallace's announcement comes just days after saying Ukraine has not expressed enough gratitude for the supply of weapons from the West. Villa Marx reports.
3: Wallace has survived several prime ministers and held Britain's leading military role for more than four years, longer than anyone in his conservative party's history. But after more than two decades in Parliament, he told a Sunday newspaper he plans to leave the role soon and would not seek re-election for Parliament in the next 18 months. The former military officer cited the impact the job had on his family, but his departure as such a high-profile national and popular party figure will make finding a replacement difficult for Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. As a leading proponent of the UK's highly supportive stance on Ukraine, Wallace faced criticism for suggesting at the recent NATO summit that Kiev could have shown more, quote, gratitude for Western support in the conflict. For NPR News, I'm Bill Moggs
2: This is NPR News from Washington. WNF Tampa. A heat wave continues across southern Europe. Meteorologists warn temperatures may hit record highs again later this week. At least 15 cities in Italy are under heat advisories, signaling a high level of risk for vulnerable groups, such as infants and the elderly. A SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket blasted off from Cape Canaveral, Florida last night. Three,
4: two, one, ignition, engines full
3: power, and off of SpaceX Falcon 9. Go Falcon, go Starlink.
2: Its mission is to launch 54 Starlink satellites into low Earth orbit. A search is underway to find robust desert-type plants to send to the moon. Scott Maiman reports.
1: Australian researchers are helping NASA engineers find suitable plants with the aim of growing seedlings on the lunar surface by
5: the year 2026. We're particularly interested in robust, hardy, desert-type plants that can germinate very quickly. Researcher Graham Dorrington from the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology. There are naturally
4: occurring species, quite rarely known, that are capable of doing this.
1: The
5: temperature on the moon fluctuates between a cold minus 300 degrees Fahrenheit to a hot 180 degrees. For NPR News, I'm Scott Maiman in Canberra, Australia.
2: In tennis, Wimbledon holds its Men's Singles Championship today. It gets underway at this hour. Novak Djokovic is seeking his 24th Grand Slam title, his 8th at Wimbledon. He's being challenged by Carlos Alcaraz of Spain. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.
6: Support for NPR comes from NPR stations other
1: contributors include the rockefeller foundation making opportunity universal and sustainable
7: for over 100 years and the public welfare foundation committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms your news your views your values this is WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM. You're invited to join WMNF in celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop on August 12th. This electrifying live show will include DJ sets and interviews with hip-hop enthusiasts. Hosted by Tone Capone, Concept, Tempest, Trenda, and Sipsaki. the event will take place from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. on August 12th. We're honored to be celebrating WMNF's hip-hop legend, Kenny K, during the event. Skilled photographers and videographers will capture the discussions. We've also invited hosts from WMNF's popular music shows to join us for an on-air discussion about the evolution of hip-hop culture. WMNF DJs including DJ Tune Selector, DJ SR, DJ Dark Vader, DJ Raheem, DJ Deacon, DJ Slowburn, DJ LCM, DJ Kellen, DJ Spaceship, DJ Chin, and DJ Sinflow will perform 30-minute sets. We're thrilled with the level of cooperation and participation within the WMF family. The event will also feature special guest artists, Staff and WMNF supporters. We hope to see you there.
1: WMNF is accepting volunteer applications to be part of our on-air team. And
2: welcome. This is Flavi Next. Welcome,
1: welcome to the Soul Kitchen and Design, your resident chef, Big Eddie G. Join your favorite voices on
8: 88.5 FM, WMNF.org, and our HD channels. If you've
1: always dreamed of being on the radio, I would love to be on the radio. Now's your chance. Join your listening supported radio station, WMNF. Apply under the programming tab at WMNF.org
2: WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support and donate by clicking on the tip jar. Explore your community at WMNF.org.
8: WMNF Tampa on air with your support.
1: Right now you are tuned to the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio 88.5 FM looking for your telephone calls 813-239-9663 we're talking about that militia here in Florida. This. Personal police force of this governor who's Better running for president.
5: Your and not your the truth is there, for who, who have eyes, eyes to see? To see? Or shall it, has no place in this judgment. Remember the words of prophecy. Children run, come to truths and rise. Right. That's what I'm about You know the truths and rights Teach it to the children You know the truths and rights Teach it to the children That they should know No, 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 no Because to tomorrow is promised to no one When you think it's peace and safety Lord, it could be, could be sudden destruction Because we know Tomorrow and henceforth I say, render your odds and not your garments. The truth is there for us to see? see. Partiality has no place in this judgment, just remember. The words of prophecy I say Children run, come The truths and rights That's what I'm about You know The truths and
1: rights Teach it to the children Run, come The truths and rights That's what I'm about Johnny Osborne here on the
0: Sunday I'm Walter. All right, all right, all right. True and rights. <laughs> We're back on the Sunday forum. Hey man, uh we got some craziness happening. Craziness happening right in the state of Florida. But before I before I get back to that, this issue of this militia that the governor is trying to um it, well has they's trying to militarize. Right? Or All has right. militarized them. Mm-hmm. I want to address something that was brought to my attention uh, this weekend. There's a young man who is a doctoral student, brother, up in um, in Georgia. Uh, young black man by the name of uh, Imrami, um, uh Irami Irami Osei Frimpong, and he has. And, and I hope he's. I hope he listens to this. I hope he hears this. This is a message going directly to you, brother. Um, You made a comment on Twitter. And I'm I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that I'm missing the context of what you're saying. But I'm going to put it out there right now. The comment you made was was to not let environmental activists... Environmental activists finesse you with climate change... Oh uh, and sea level rise. let me let me uh, and, and you further went on to say on Twitter in that same commentary that now nah, you're more concerned with land and assets. Give you that first before you deal with sea level rise and climate change. let me let me let me just say this. I ain't got to be... I am an environmental activist. I'm an environmental advocate. I'm an environmental engineer. And let me be very clear with you, brother. Uh, I have 20-some years in this field. And 20-some years, I've been talking with my community about all of that. Every bit of what you're talking about. And let me be clear with you about this point. Do not make the mistake of thinking that that you can separate... Climate change and sea level rise, from the issue of of black people and our gaining of land and assets. Because when you talk about the issue of gaining land and assets, if your land is your asset, which many of us understand that to be, then it is affected by the environmental conditions under which we live. Let me be let me be even clearer about this point. When you talk about the issue of, enviro- of of assets and land your assets will be worthless your land will be worthless if in fact if in fact which it is a fact that we deal with the issue of urban heat islands predominantly in our communities when we deal with the issue of the of the of the that are subsequent to and because Of the urban heat islands Like the heat strokes And other health issues that go along with it You cannot deal with assets And land without dealing with that You cannot deal with that Without understanding the fact That people have what you call Energy burdens Those burdens are burdens that are put on our people When they talk about Not being able to put food on the table and being able to go home or pay the electric bill, they get they end up homeless in public housing if they can't do that. So, brother, please, when you talk about these types of things, I suggest you talk to someone who's been in the field, who's black, like myself, who's been out there in the trenches working on this type of thing for years, like I have, and understand it is all all related you cannot deal with one without dealing with the other well and that's it, a public service message <laughs> from walter l smith the yes second.
1: it is plus walter this has been the hottest summer on record on planet earth since we've been keeping records absolutely and as you hear public enemy in the background singing nine one one is a joke black elderly people die in this heat that's right Even in places, big cities like Chicago, you know, the heat is killing our people first, elderly people. Your children could die in those cars, sitting in cars in this heat, you know, so.
0: By saying, he he said that, uh, don't let them finesse you. Don't let (laughs) activists, environmental activists finesse you by saying Uh, that black people are at the top of the list. We are the damn top of the list. What do you mean? We have to be... There's no... What are you talking about? We have to be the advocates,
1: the head advocates on this eventually because we are suffering in this heat, in this climate change uh, period that we're in where it's hotter than ever. We're talking about hotter than ever. So those at the... I understand the economic argument, but... You can't, there's no luxury where Mm-mm. you can do one without the other. <laughs> Everything
0: has to be taken together. What assets can you have? What success, how successful would you have, Will you be in having assets if you can't live? <laughs> Please, how successful yeah. can you, can you be in, in and I hope to God that you're not, that you're not suggesting that we, that we just abandon our communities. I hope to God you're not saying that, brother. Yeah, I should hope not. I should hope not. Now he's talking about equitable
1: but, but the
0: land. I, and, you know. Hey, man. Whatever. The bottom line is you can't do one without without, without the, other. the other. That's right. Without understanding or dealing with the other. That's right.
1: Well, I have been looking for more Buffalo Soldiers event. I do understand from there is a, a Harlem Nights presentation, but that's not until December 2nd at that Central Asturiano of Tampa on Nebraska Avenue. There is a national convention. This has to do with Buffalo Soldiers Motorcycle Club. So I'm not exactly sure if that's what you were talking about, but that's one of the events that's, that will be coming to town. And uh, there is something on July 24th, uh, a national convention of this Buffalo Soldiers Bicycle Club.
0: So uh, I think, well, ho- hopefully Marlo will call back. That's brother Marlo Blair. Marlo uh, Blair, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, member of Omega South African Incorporated. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, he will. He, I'm sure he'll call back uh, and let us know what the detail is on that. Uh, but if we see it, then we will. And if anybody out there knows it can help out, please call in and give us that information, okay? All right. Uh, we do we, have another caller on the phone that's do, been waiting. We do. But I want to thank everybody before we do that. I want to thank Dante Woodson. What's up, Dante? Dante Woodson, Nina Tatlock. Um, I want to thank... Uh, Chris Steiner um, Let's see Who else we got here We got Dr. Gladden Dr. M.P. Gladden Dr. Gladden was, uh, is, is really A black historical figure A very good friend Of ours Of our family He actually uh, Was the first uh, Head of The first black head Of uh, orthopedic surgery In Washington D.C. Okay Yeah Yeah So shout out to Dr. Gladden all right. All right. Dr. Major Gladden. Hey, listen, um, we, we're talking about this issue of the concern. I, I want to hear from somebody. If you are a supporter of Ron DeSantis, please tell me how it is that you can support someone who's doing this.
1: <laughs> well, we did get some pretty good emails uh, about that has something to do with that. Uh, one great email from Alex Beatty. He calls it an American failure. He is living in Lakeland uh, we're on the subject of race and class and relations in Florida is that it is getting worse not better uh, he said it's time to build a new abolitionist movement just a little bit different from the well known term of the recent past how about an abolitionist movement against administrative slavery mm. the process cap placed on black Americans being pushed by nationalist thinking politicians like DeSantis I uh, say Florida's GOP is building up a, building up for a class war. In creating unrest among the resistors of oppression, DeSantis is preparing for the day we move as one for justice. Then as we show up in the mass mass, somewhere similar to the Selma March, the nationalists can say to their people that also want this, they are coming for us. This will be the physical beginning of Florida class warfare. The longer we don't react peacefully now, the sooner we are to deal with this in the non-peaceful manner. So that's coming from... Lakeland, And uh, we have Peter Kohler writing about global warming. We're so busy in our lives day to day that we have not stopped to take our body temperature. We are all 99 degrees now. (laughs) Mm. I just checked. He he said he just checked his and it's true. Check yours. So, yeah, we have to we have to be mindful that, like I said, this has been the hottest period
0: since we've been keeping records on Earth. That's saying something. Walter, you want back. to go back to the phone lines? Let's go back to the phone lines, man. Uh, call in 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. Uh, right here on the Sunday Forum. Go ahead, call You're on the Sunday Forum.
4: Hey, how you doing, man?
0: All right, brother. How you doing?
4: I'm hanging in there. You know, I didn't get a chance to finish my Supreme Court rant, but I'll get that later, man. But, you know, you ought to check this uh, new article that we just put out this morning. I got, still got a little bit of editing to do with it, but I did get it out, you know, the bases out. It's called Healthcare and the Black Panther Party, a short history of the persecution of Dahlia Kilpatrick. She's an oncologist, in the and, and her story goes from New Haven to New Orleans. And uh, what happened in this case, and this is a very interesting story about the Black Panther Party. In that the uh, in New Haven or all throughout the country, Black Panther Party had established these uh, free medical clinics. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean it's really progressive. And when you read what they were doing and the resistance and what happened in terms of the resistance, it reflects on why we sit where we are now nowadays with disease running rampant and those sort of things. And here was a, a young lady who had gone to Yale, who was at Yale. Uh, in fact, a lot of these doctors were out of Harvard and Yale that participated in this uh, these free medical clinics. And the concept was based upon the same thing that's happening today: discrimination, uh, uh, the fact that that people disease states and diseases weren't recognized and stuff. So I just ask you to take a a, a, a a look at that because it's it's reflective of what's happening, particularly now and regulatory racism. You know where the even when these doctors were in there, uh, these doctors were like they do now, uh, taking care of the patients, meeting their needs and stuff. Here were these regulatory uh, agencies in coordination with the FBI. Mm. And uh, this is before the DEA to to harass these doctors in the clinics, and you know of course no one ever stepped in and take their place. You know we see the results of what the, these uh, failures of our other organizations to to, to, to to follow in the footsteps of what the Black Panther Party was doing. And I was shocked. I mean I really didn't know the story because a lady came in and she did an interview and said that she worked with the. Uh, it was a doctor, the black uh, with one of their clinics, and today she's still targeted for doing that. So that was one thing, and the other thing was in terms of of, 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 of Ron DeSantisberg. We, of course, you know, put out a, a, another article on Ron DeSantis, but I want to say this, man. You know, when you look at Nelson Mandela, okay, and he says the freedom is not attained by the liberal handling. Uh, by, by liberating us uh, from shame, but as a respect for each other's uh, 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 diversity and equity, and that uh, we, uh, and that uh, we do not, I'm just paraphrasing this stuff. And you see that what the design that Ron DeSantis has done is totally contrary, totally contrary for this country to becoming one nation. One nation. When you don't respect people's diversity and equity, you know, then we will never become one. We're falling apart and stuff. And that's exact. And that and somehow we've forgotten that that message. He has just simply adopted the old. Like I said, I say this every week: the playbook of the old Afrikanz Verboard movement and what and 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 P W Bofa and those sort of things and adopted that with the same. Calvinist behavior. He has adopted that attitude, and this is what where we stand now. And uh, and it seems that the the Republican Party is falling right in footsteps with this with this foolishness. We have uh, returned back to apartheid. Or in fact, I said one article that we wrote, in you are within the dot says uh, America's future appears to be South Africa's past. <laughs> and that was from a South African. Uh, uh, um, um, a gentleman who had who li- uh, 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 named Mark Rosenberg, who was born and lived in, in in South Africa. So every every week, it seems that they're uh, they're unfortunately proving some of these articles that we're writing and you're within the norms norm, norms correct and, and and stuff. So we have a lot to do. And, and gentleman is, is right. We've got to fight fight right now or else we're gonna end up in uh, and we're we're close right in this country's close to to, to 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 civil anarchy unfortunately. Uh and and, and the meddling of elections, uh, the refusal to believe that the, the the president is who he is and the criminal activity that's allowed to take place and is sanctioned by the federal courts. And then you had no notwithstanding well, the, the corruption within the Supreme Court of the United States of America, uh, the discrimination is that, uh, uh, that, that that they've been in terms of affirmative action and those sort of thing. Let me say one more thing is is people need to look at this Supreme Court and realize there is not one right one right legislative that has ever been passed in this country to to uh, to to get black folks or folks of color as United as citizens of this country that the Supreme Court of the United States has ev- has eviscerated, except for the and they get ready to eviscerate the 1964 Civil Rights Bill. To so read the article, you are within the Norms
0: dot my brother. Read it, please. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, and you know.
1: You know, what, however you feel about the COVID vaccine, plus, you know, we have malaria that's uh, rising in the state. There's malaria vaccine. There, there are people who use and need vaccines for whatever reason. But for some reason, this state's Republicans want to ban the COVID vaccine because they want the governor to call it a biological weapon. <laughs> if you don't want to take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. But... You know, don't try to make it hard for anybody else to have a choice because you want to have your extremist language out there labeling it a biological weapon. Want to go back to the phone line? That's crazy, man. <laughs> I just thought down I'd down. throw that out there. That's what's happening in the state. their minds completely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum.
9: Hey, this is uh, Lou. Uh, I'm a white male, and I am so ashamed of... I follow white people because they're afraid of history. And I would say it's a minority that are the MAGA people. I, I, you know, come from a Southern family from Virginia. We had our issues as far as, uh, you know, having slavery in the family way back then. And I'm, I'm not ashamed of it because I was, I wasn't the one doing it, but I'm glad my kids know what's going on so that they understand what troubles and tribulations our country's gone through, but it doesn't, I don't feel threatened by knowing the history of the country. I don't understand these guys that somehow they feel threatened now, as if it's affecting them now. It makes us a better country that we've we've had, you know, Malcolm X, uh, Dr. King, other activists to this day. You guys on the phone making us a better better country, and you know, the, the only way we get better is to become united. You know, when you look at Putin or China and those our, our adversaries, we need to be a one united people, not. Separate clicks, and the way to do that is through education, so I appreciate your show
0: hey Ben, thank you very much, brother. We appreciate that we appreciate your words and appreciate you listening um uh, you know i don't know what it's going to take i really don't i I'm hoping mm-hmm. that uh, I'm hoping that this show is being broadcasted live i mean we we broadcast it wide and you know wildly to everybody. And we have people listening from all over the world um, uh, and we've been made aware of that fact. Um, one of the things that, that concerns me is, of course, our action or better yet our inactivity with regard to these issues. Right? I don't like going to marches. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, they are... They're helpful because you let you know you let people know your disdain for whatever it is that's going on. But what happens after the march? Well, that's the important work. Yeah, that's the, that's the real work after that. You know, um, what happens after the march? <sighs> uh, I don't know. I don't know where we're, where we're gonna go from here, brother. I really don't. I really don't. I can I can hope and pray, and I can work at it like I do now, you know, dealing with policies and things like that. We do what we can do, but this right here, when you're talking about creating a militia, when you're talking about making an army, you're forcing people into doing things. You're forcing, you're intimidating. You're you're doing things that, that, that are gonna lead to something that's gonna be very visceral. And let me tell you, let me tell you, we've seen what happens when visceral action, when visceral action takes place, right? It's not good. Yeah. I mean, because
1: you have to wonder, like the last caller, the caller who called and said that he was not afraid of the history and not afraid to talk about these things. And he doesn't understand And I, I why the GOP and, you know, why the politicians are trying to gaslight white people right now. And I guess it's a distraction. They can't solve the problem. You have an insurance crisis in this state, people can't get flood insurance now. You have citizens insurance, which is supposed to be the insurer last resort. Now people are crowding into that, which is going to put taxpayers on the hook if something happens in mass uh, in a big way. So I, you know, I just think that they are using racism and gaslighting white voters especially conservative voters with all of these issues that really the state shouldn't be engaged in, shouldn't be involved in, and the things that the state should be engaged and involved in, they're not. They, they want to distract
0: voters. Right, right. It's all a big distraction. We have Robin Lockett, who's tuning in, um, who's recently a candidate for city council, who uh, also works for Florida Rise, and She says, marches are a part of it. There has to be a, a plan. There has to be a place for all, as long as as long as it's a part of the bigger right, planet. Right? Yes, she's right. Yeah. Absolutely right. You know, Maybe. everybody has their everybody has their role that they're good at, or the thing that they're that, that's theirs. It's, you gotta be in your wheelhouse. I Marches think. are you
1: know, important, and I yeah, mean, protest important. is important because that's the way we as a people. That's how we talk.
0: I just personally don't like going to them. I don't don't, necessarily
1: like going to them either because they can get out of hand. You know, they can be highly unorganized, you know, and I think that's the key. You know, we always say get organized, get organized, get organized. And when you are going to a big protest march and it's not very well organized, it could be taken over by provocateurs who want your message to be muddled. That's. The reason why getting organized is important, getting your message organized so that when you do speak to the media, you know, there aren't people out there trying to undermine your message while you're in the street. And, you know, but it's important because, you know, that's how you speak to your government. That's how you send a message and that's say, right. you know, we mad. We out here and we mad and we got something to say to you. And going to the ballot is not enough at this moment. You know, when George Floyd was killed, we had to send a message to all cops. And, you know, the caller earlier, the white caller said that, you know, he wasn't involved in slavery. But, you know, the criminal justice codicil in the uh, 13th Amendment actually makes you involved. If you go as a white person and get a job in one of these prisons, you know, you're the overseer of today. You're the overseer. You're the one who's being exploited as a worker, you know, in terrible conditions who often, you know, are, you know, may corrupted because you're paid so little. But you're given this power. You're given a, a gun and a baton and you have power over a whole bunch of people of color who have been railroaded in the prisons in a lot of ways. And, you know, a lot of them are there for poverty reasons. And you are... Upholding a system that keeps the power arrangement just as it was right. during slavery. So yeah, you are engaging
0: in the new slavery if you're in that kind of work. Absolutely, absolutely. So, let's go back. Um, let's oh. go back. Up. No, no. Let's let's go back <laughs> to the lines. You're right. Let's go back to the lines. Um, Someone has been waiting to talk to us. Yeah, let's 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 see who this is. Go ahead, caller. You're on Sunday form. Hi, i Chris Snyder calling back to
1: address what some of you were saying about the.
10: There are uh, actually eight Florida counties who are calling on the state to call COVID shots, specifically mRNA shots from Moderna and Pfizer, called them a bioweapon. And, uh, you know, Dr. Fred Harvey here on the station, starting last July 4th, of 2022, he, or uh, two July 4th ago, he had stopped recommending the COVID shots for anybody. And uh, he's pointing out, rightly so, the research of uh, Dr. Bruce Patterson and others showing that those who have gotten the mRNA shots are continuing, without any uh, sign of letting up, they're continuously producing the spike protein, which is causing so many different problems.
0: Let me let me stop you right there, Chris. Uh, are you, are you, uh, do you have anything with regard to the militia?
10: Yeah, I do, but I want folks to know that if you've taken it, there are things you can do to remediate it. Okay. And that's why I want to build unity among those who I think are unfortunate enough to have been gullible to take it, there are things like natokinase, kinase, bromelain, uh, turmeric, uh, proteolytic or protein-digesting enzymes like bromelain and others taken on an empty stomach, and uh, those are things that a lot like uh, Dr. Harvey is recommending. So uh, I would recommend uh, checking out Dr. Harvey. Uh, you know, he cites he's, he's the work of, of the researcher Dr. Bruce Patterson. And there are others showing uh, the spike protein, which is synthetic. Genetic is continuing to be produced and, uh, you know, blood clots. Yeah, okay. but
1: that's uh, that's his show, and it's not a bioweapon, Chris. And I just, you know, I don't think that we're going to be responsible if we don't say that. It has to be said. It's not a bioweapon. Come on. And I took it, and I haven't had any problems. A lot of people have taken it, and it's in the rearview mirror now Is a— COVID is in the rearview mirror as far as a lot of people are concerned. And you can also look at the federal government's response. You know, if you were watching the economy and the stock market, you saw how things fell off during March of 2020. And uh, now things have bounced back so far back that, you know, you have to say that's the one thing the federal government got right was his response to COVID. So we can't sit here and pretend like it's a bio weapon. Come on, I have to do go to battle against disinformation, and that's a bit rich for me to sit here and allow that to happen. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be a part of that. So if the you know the good doctor who does a show here on Monday doesn't want to recommend it, that's him, you know. But you know, you call his show and you talk about it with him. But I'm not gonna sit here and let the federal, the GOP call it a bioweapon. weapon
0: give me a damn break but yeah, no, again no, we we, do. we have to be careful yeah we definitely have to be careful with with uh, things like that saying things like that that's a you know we can we can't do that here and this is not a medical show um, but we we when we give information like that we want to make sure we give it some very very accurate information very accurate information so um and, and, and not sound like we're conspiracy theorists by saying something is a bioweapon or anything like that. But we we do... I do want to acknowledge the fact that I appreciate your... your um, research that you do and that you bring to the show with, with these things here. But we want to keep in line with what we're talking about today.
1: The militia. The
0: militia. <laughs> Folks, the militia. The militia. Militia. Okay. Now, uh, clearly, clearly... No one wants to call in about the, about the, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Robin, you said you can't hear the call. Don't worry about it. We'll, we, listen to the next one. So <laughs> call oh, in 813 239 9663. We want to, we want to, you know, we want people to really understand what this means. What does this mean? I mean, there was a period in our history where white people could just kick our door. They, they, they just felt they could just come in and kick our door, our front door in, walk in and take you out of the house, hang you, and burn you.
1: So did citizens. <laughs> That's what they would do.
0: And they were white citizens. White citizens. They were citizens. They weren't military. They weren't anything else. They were citizens. So there was no misunderstanding about what they were doing or why they were doing it. No, they were doing it and they meant to do it. You know, so how do we, you know, we, we need to guard against this. Now, I, I, I'm supposing, unless he's out of town, <laughs> unless he's out of town, I'm probably expecting to hear a call from uh, from Brother African, uh, Life Malcolm, at some point, uh, regarding this particular issue. Uh, but he has made it clear as well. We have got to start being very, very aware of what's going on in our communities, and be and, and and be be cognizant enough that we are protecting ourselves against this type of onslaught. Be and and because if because we have lost the community itself, seems to have lost its it's dependence if you will or it, because depend on something makes you weak ultimately uh, but we've got to be able to internally deal with these issues right uh and that's probably the brother right there but we if we're not dealing with these issues ourselves you know we we're weak other communities do it we've got to do it ourselves
5: let me turn my radio down I'm sorry.
0: Okay. All right, and and, and we're going to end up. We cannot. We can't afford to be in that type of situation. It happens with countries. It happens with countries, with third world countries. There becomes this dependence on another country for protection, instead of building its own military, or instead of so they get what they buy arms, for, or they're given arms in, in, in return for favors or land or whatever it might be. They borrow money, and, they, and they, instead of cultivating their own uh, natural economy um, by way of crops, and agriculture, or whatever it might be, as well, or nat- some other natural resources that exist there in those countries. So, you know, it ends up being a problem. Now, I, I, mind you, in this particular situation, we have got to make certain that we are that we are. Um, that we're doing everything we can to pay attention to the movements, right? Because these movements are very dangerous, man. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I have. This this is such a such a shock. Not not really a shock, but this is such a devastating um thing because who thought that this was going to happen again? You know what I'm saying? Who thought this was really, really going to happen this way? This is so outrageous and outright. It's not being clandestine. He's not even being clandestine about it, dude. It exists. It's there, right in front of our face. But we, the majority of people in our community have no idea that this even exists. This is true. Right. Let's let's, let's go to the phone
1: calls, man. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum.
4: Hey, good morning. I've listened to your show just about every Sunday morning. All right, thank you. Um, I I think that people need to be aware of how serious it is. Um, I mean, they're they're doing things. You know they they want to restrict the press. Uh, they're you know they're training. Guardsmen and military tactics and it, it all across our country, you know, people need to wake up, mm-hmm. especially people of color. You know, I'm a white person, but I mean, it's it should be crystal clear to everybody what's going on. That's all I had to say.
0: Anyway, I enjoy your show. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it.
1: Back to the telephone lines. This is the Sunday Forum. You can call us 813-239-9663, and we'll get to some emails. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Uh,
8: Good morning. Good Um, morning. brothers. Uh, When the gentleman that says he's a white man, that is crystal clear to him what's happening as it relates to black people, then what else do we need to see and hear? And... It's very unfortunate, Walter and Mabili, that most of our people move either don't move out of fear, or based on class. that's inside the black community, that it won't happen to them, or what we could do about it. And we have so many historical, um, uh, records of showing that when we organize in our interest, we could win. We will not win uh, in a military assault against these people, but just in our basic common sense of how we use our dollars. This is a capitalist society that depends on money moving from poor working class people's hands into their hands. If we didn't do nothing more than say economically, we're not going to support any of it, any of it. From our allies that's quietly sitting on the side to our most ardent enemies, we're not spending our dollars. You don't think that'll get their attention? Yes, it will, because it has worked in the past. But as long as we're around here, settling, jiving, asking, praying, hoping they won't do it to us, they are constantly building up a against us because we're just allowing ourselves to be, plucked off, hoping that they gonna have a change of heart, and I don't see this happening to America. I mean, to uh, uh, Americans, white Americans in particular, uh, white politicians are uh, doing it to uh, sit, uh, people of Chinese, uh uh, 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 people that's of Chinese, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, I'm Asian descent, right. It don't happen to any of those immigrants that come over here. They don't do it to the Iranians. They do it to black people because they know that we're disconnected from recognizing our homeland. But until we get that fixed in our minds that we are part of Africa, the least we can do is stop sucking and jiving, stop acting like we don't know that they are mounting an attack against us, that each and every majority of these governors senators, congress people all of their election victories is based on showing how much harm they can do to poor people now poor people have power and it's called a mighty dollar and hopefully we'll find ways in which we will hold it back until we come up with our next plan thank you so much
0: yep yep. the powers in numbers Right, the powers and numbers. Uh, thank you, Queen Mother. And the we appreciate powers that. Powers in the class. Powers in the class. The, <laughs> the, class. the classes come together. Um, you know, or the people who are in that. Well, the classes come together against the machine, and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> right. the machine, right. you know,
1: against this late stage capitalism that doesn't care about anybody. As the writers and actors in Hollywood are finding out
0: today. Right, right. As they're as they're picketing. That's yes,
1: right. Mm-hmm. You know, on the picket line against corporate greed. Go yeah. ahead. Caller, you're on the Sunday forum.
6: Harmony. Good morning. This is Nibity. I just wanted to say, I don't hear I, I, Everything you're saying, brother, is wonderful. I just uh, keep, keep it with a good work. And you're right. It is not a racial. It is beyond that. It's a tribal. We are saying the wealthiest class having to show the shoulder next to the people that they always look down on. The power of a union in this country and everyone that is no longer here with us, the Eisenhower, the, everyone else that warned us about the military-industrial complex and the, and the foundation of the Second Amendment. And I use this alias as an attorney because we all know what is, is going on in this state come July 1st. And it's getting more dangerous to be a black man and a black person because they are arming themselves. No one said anything about all of the brothers and sisters who have been gunned down, legally owning guns. But the NRA was up in arms with, about Waco and all the other things on the 90s. If the Constitution are white, they called them jack-booted thugs. Mm-hmm. And they are silent when they come to our community. When we are licensed gun ownership, though, and now we have a governor that wants to be 7-to-1 because he wants to be the 7th governor, 7th president of the United States, because we all know Andrew Jackson was the first governor of Florida and then the 7th governor of America. So we all know how this happens. But who knows how it's going to happen? because we have John Abrams leaving the DeSantis camp, but the W, you know, is a W you deal with. And I am mighty afraid of another person having another insurrection when they pout versus some limp-fished, you know, (laughs) voyeur. It's okay. But anyway, thank you so much, Keith, for the good work. Thank you so much, and I cannot wait to uh, listen in next week and donate as well. Please support the message, everyone. If you love what you're listening to, give what you can. Anything you can because these brothers are doing and sisters are doing God's work by telling the truth and truth to power is never easy, as we all know. Thank you again. God bless you. God keep you all. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. We appreciate those words. He's right. <laughs> He's right. He's certainly right.
1: And uh, Again, you you calling out for voices and public comment on this National Guard, DeSantis' personal police force that he brought back. Since this World War II era force, you know, it was overworked it was and overstaffed right. Florida National Guard to supplement the Florida National Guard. So, you know... They show sure like beating up on those black folks, though. Oh, yeah, that was the history. Yeah, they you know, sure Stop like- all the protests, you know, stop any pushback on power in this state. And, you know, this is a governor, if he doesn't... If he's not successful getting a nomination, he might come back to Florida and make full use of that. Well, not full use because he won't use it for the disaster response, which is what he's supposed to be doing. They're now wearing camouflage uniforms. And we just want some national. We just want some comment on that. Eight, one, three, two, three, nine, nine, six, six, three. In the last few minutes, we have another caller. Militarized.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the Sunday Forum.
3: Oh, this is Jack.
0: Hey, Jack.
3: Hey, I just want to say um, in the military, they have what's called the UCMJ because the military has, you know, um, rules that are unique. That's so they have to have an enforcement that's unique. I haven't heard anything about that for the state guard. Have you heard of any sort of internal uh, mechanism like that, like the UCMJ?
0: I'm not certain. I I wasn't aware of the of the use of that term UCMJ. However, uh, when we read that's the article, the
3: Uniform article, Code of Military Justice. That's the military court. Like if you're in the you. in the military and you get in trouble, you could be arrested as a civilian and then when you're done with that, tried as a military and get it, you, know, you get it twice.
0: Right, right. No, I don't. I don't suspect that's the case. Given that this is a, a civilian. Um, a civilian volunteer force, which
1: volunteer gets for two hundred dollars stipend. Right. Well,
3: I right. wanted to say something about Black History in schools. Mm-hmm. The since the nineteen nineties, for the first time in a hundred thousand years, we've had the democratization of the verification of authentication of information has been democratized for the first time since the nineties, and this is causing a lot of um, polarization. Uh, truth is not going away. It's just now getting here, and it's raining down upon us, and it's verified, and it's causing a lot of friction. And I would suggest in the schools or, you know, and just in society, stop making stuff up like this um, identity, diversity, whatever it is. Don't call it that. Forget that. Call it cognitive science. That's what it is. Teach cognitive science. Because when you make up a term like that, it's just a target, which, as we can see, and the same thing with the 1619 Project. Why do you got to say that? Just teach history. Isn't there enough history that isn't even being taught? Why do we have to make up a new program? You know, there was hangings all the way up to 1930. There's, Isn't there plenty of history to teach before we have to make, make up some special program?
0: You know what? Let me, let me just say this. Um... there is plenty of history to teach. It's not being taught. and, and, and And that's exactly right. It's not being taught. And that is the issue. That's why there is a 1619 program. That's why there is and it's not made up and something and happened that year yeah you know that's well, no,
3: I don't mean I don't mean made up I mean a new name made up for that category which is it's all legitimate but I'm just saying it's in the name is what I'm trying right to understood say. No, no
0: we get it we get it and, and the, the reason that and you're right it is in the name and that's the reason why it''s, it's it, it exists is because that was not being taught that well, it issue
3: did get, it did get a lot of attention from a PR standpoint at work to put it on the map
0: yeah uh, that it did you know, it brought a lot of and there was a netflix show out. and lots of this stuff that went yeah. along with it but i Everybody, think the, the yeah, fact that it's, it's not in the classroom it. is a <laughs> is a problem right uh the fact that it, that that the classroom was was making light of what happened you know what was happening in 1619 um uh, is a problem and that's why.
3: Yeah, all that, I think it's pretty serious if you have lynchings all the way up to 1930. How much more serious do you want to get than
0: that? Exactly. Yeah, I know. think then, a couple of them then last then a little longer than, longer than 1930, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> way longer than 1930. So. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. If, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's. it's the, the bottom line is that if, if we look at that, if we were to examine the 1619 project, um... And, and look at what's being—versus what's being taught currently. There is no Ida B. Wells um, being discussed. There is, in her role with lynching, since we're talking about lynching, her role with lynching, um, the anti-lynching laws, which, fast forward up until today, a lot of states still had not adopted. That's great. You, were you aware of that?
3: I—, I- I heard something about that but that's insane. Yeah,
0: what, I don't are, think the what, Senate or the House. It just 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 this year. Just this year. There there are some states that that still had that still had on their books lynching laws.
3: You know, I don't think we properly taught the end of the Civil War when Grant uh when uh Lee uh, Grant surrendered uh Lee Lee surrendered at the end of the Civil War only his troops surrendered. The ones that he wasn't in control of did not surrender, and neither did anybody else. That war never really surrendered properly, wouldn't you agree?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. If we were to examine we it, didn't it yes. have
3: any Nuremberg trials and get? <laughs> it. You know, see,
0: now, that's what should have happened. That should have happened. That should have happened. And then, there were some people that that were hanged. Yes, um, but yeah, you're right. There need to be some some trials, man. Definitely
3: to get it over. I I think. They were afraid it would split the country in half, I guess is why they didn't do it. That's
0: Mm -hmm. what they always say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. You're right. That's why they killed Martin Luther King. Oh, he's going to split the country in half. Right. That is
0: the (laughs) He was messing with our money.
3: All right. Hey, I just wanted to say you guys are doing great. Keep up the good work.
0: Thank you very much, brother. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. All right. Mobili, we're coming up on time. Actually, we're we're right at time. Close to it, yeah. Let's see. I want to make sure we go out with a bang. Okay. So, what if we can find a clean version of Get By by Talib Kwali? I think that'll be cool. What do you think? That would be cool. See, we can do that. We can do that. we can do that. Folks, listen, I want to say thank you very much for your tuning in to 88.5 WMNF here in Tampa and to the Sunday Forum every Sunday to listen to us. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, We enjoy coming and sharing this information with you, this news with you, so that we can have intelligent conversation and bring up the best in programming right here on WMNF Um to other radio waves as well those of you who watch us on Facebook we want to thank you for doing that uh, because listen we're bringing intelligent conversation to social media and we want you to all please keep on fighting the good fight stand firm and tall on your laurels and justice no matter what it is and as always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts to the minds of each and every one of you, we love you. And there ain't a thing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. This is Goodbye by Talib Kweli. This has been Walter L. Smith II, along with Mabili, saying peace. Peace. Post-Martin Hoonanny coming your way next.
1: This is WMNF Tampa. my mouth, be hot like the jail cell in the South
8: Before my nigga core me out. But to get by, just to get by Get by, just to give up. Do am doing like best stars See the red skies. The window of the red island. The lead flowers. The G-Rap shit. Living the lead down.